Welcome to Go Green Radio, brought to you by Covanta Energy. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Rethink renewable energy and energy from waste. This program will help start you thinking about how to protect our world and its important resources. Now here's the host for Go Green Radio, Jill Buck. Welcome to Go Green Radio, everybody. So glad that you could tune in today. I'm very excited about our topic and our guest. Today, we're going to be talking about a company called Clean Choice Energy, and they are a renewable energy company that helps empower people and businesses to cut emissions and live cleaner lives. Our guest today is Kate Colaruli, and she is their Vice President of Retention Marketing and Public Relations. And I am thrilled to have you on Go Green Radio. Kate, welcome. Thanks, Jill. I'm so happy to be here, and thank you for the opportunity to talk about this important program. You bet. And I I am really anxious for my listeners to learn all about the good work that Clean Choice Energy does. But to begin with, I want to focus on a brand new program that you have that I'm really excited about. You're going to be supplying solar lanterns to families in need. Talk to us about the people who are going to receive these lanterns and how the lanterns will impact their lives. Okay, Um, so as you mentioned, Clean Choice Energy is a renewable energy company, and from the very beginning, our mission was to expand access to clean energy. So this program is so exciting because it it really gets to the core of that. Um, Right now, there are an estimated 1.1 billion people, that's 14% of the global population, that does not have access to electricity, according to the International Energy Agency. And lack of access to electricity matters for a lot of different reasons, for health reasons, for economic growth, for education. It has a huge range of significant impacts. I mean, imagine for a second if you came home and it was dark and there was no electricity and you couldn't charge your cell phone, which might mean that you couldn't coordinate with your family or with business associates. It might mean that you couldn't check the weather, which might have implications for your crops. Um, You couldn't read a book. Your kids couldn't do their homework. You might not be able to pay bills. Like, There's all these ways in which our access to electricity really enables our economic growth um, that 14% of the world's population is missing out on. So with this new program, for every customer that makes a switch to clean energy through our Clean Lights plan, Clean Choice Energy will send a solar lantern to a family in need. And solar lanterns are this really clean, cost-effective solution for providing energy access for people currently living without it. So one of the things that we don't think about with solar lights is what they might be replacing. So for many of these families, they are actually replacing dirty kerosene lamps. And by replacing that kerosene lamp, we're doing two things. Like, one, we're allowing households to save on all the money that they were spending on kerosene. They no longer have to spend that. That can be up to 2.5% of a household's cash expenditure just on kerosene. And then two, I don't know if you've ever been around a kerosene lamp, but they're really dirty. They put off this thick, sooty smoke. It's very unhealthy, particularly for developing lungs, like for children. Um, And so a solar lamp has a really important impact on, like, the health of these families. Absolutely. I think that's wonderful. And and I love the fact that um, you have identified these needs and, and you're giving not just the families in need an opportunity, but you're giving your customers an opportunity to be involved. So if our listeners you know, want to participate in this new program and help Clean Choice Energy make the biggest possible impact that they can with the Solar Lantern Project, what do they do? 
So it's very easy. And that's like our whole goal is to make things easy and convenient for our customers. You just come to our website and you sign up at cleanchoiceenergy.com slash cleanlights. And there you can make the switch to 100% clean energy for your household. And then we'll send a solar lantern to one of these families in need across the world. Um, and then we also send you a surprise gift um, just to thank you for helping make the world a little better of a place. Who doesn't love a surprise gift? That is awesome. <laughs> <I know. laughs> right. So I want to know more about Clean Choice Energy. Um, you know, you've talked a little bit about how easy it is for customers to engage with you, but what exactly is it that you're selling? How do you differ from companies who, let's say, for instance, install solar panels on residential or commercial properties? That's a great question. So, like you said, we are a renewable energy company, and um, I think our founding tells a lot about what we're trying to do. So, about six years ago, our founder, Tom Matsey, was his father passed away from cancer that was related to breathing in carcinogens in the air from coal plants. He'd grown up in Pennsylvania in coal country. And when his father passed away, he wanted to do something that would help like feel like he was moving towards a cleaner future and kind of off coal um, because of that like personal impact it had had in his life. And so he went to put solar panels on his home um, in downtown D.C. And he found that it was actually quite a difficult experience. Um, he needed some upfront capital. It was a major construction project. And all in, it took about 11 months. And one of the things that really struck him was like, wow, like, I was really committed, and this is a really great option for me, but so many people um, don't have 11 months to spend. They have busy jobs, they've got childcare or family issues, um, hobbies, all sorts of things going on in their life. They might not have access to capital, they might not own their own roof, they might live in an apartment building or condo building, and that this is not really like a scalable solution for so many of us. So what Clean Choice Energy does is you don't have to own your own home, apartment, or business space. You, you go to our website. You can sign up in a couple minutes. You just put in your account number. And then we work with your utility behind the scenes to make sure that every kilowatt hour of electricity that your home or business uses is replenished back onto the grid with 100% wind or solar. Um, so it's just one of these ways in which we're trying to make clean energy more accessible by making it more convenient. Mm-hmm. Well, and and I think that you have answered my next question to some extent, but I want to expand it just a little bit because my question was when a new customer signs up with Clean Choice Energy, I, I was wondering if you covered their actual energy use or the average energy use of an American household. And so, you know, you said that you work with the utility to make sure that every kilowatt hour is covered with renewable energy. However, is that based on the energy use when a customer first signs up, or is it an ongoing where you are consistently tracking the energy use of your customer to ensure that, you know, if if their energy use fluctuates, so does your renewable energy contribution in their stead? Well, so it's a great question. It really depends on the product. So our core product, um, which is called a retail supply, it's like the industry name, it's a little bit... Not generic. Um, with our core product, Clean Choice procures all of our customers' electricity and matches it with 100% renewable energy. So it is down to the kilowatt hour 
that your home or business pulls from the grid, we are matching and replenishing with wind or solar. Um, We also have a couple complementary products um, because we have national offerings, community solar, um, which hopefully we'll get to talk about later, um, and then a product called Clean Credits, which is a slightly more, it's taking the average home's usage. So um, depending on where the customer lives, the utility rules are slightly different, and we have slightly different ways in which we ensure that customer is getting clean electricity. Gotcha. So, you know, this is something that might be pretty new to some of our listeners. I mean, it's pretty easy to understand, you know, getting solar panels on your roof and how that uh, contributes to the renewable energy portfolio of our communities. But help us understand how clean power and renewable energy certificates work, because I think that's uh, not as uh, mainstream knowledge as, as it should be. Yeah, that's right. This is really kind of diving deep into clean energy. So I assume your listeners know about the benefits of buying 100% clean energy. And then the question, the next question is, okay, so how does it work? How does the energy get from the wind farm or the solar farm to you, to the customer? So this is sort of the way we have created a system federally in our company or in our country. So when a solar farm or power plant or a wind farm produces electricity, it's added to the electricity mix on what we call the grid, right? That's like this big soup pot of mm-hmm. all the electricity that's flowing through power lines to your home or your business. Mm-hmm. And to keep track of the electricity that's generated by renewable sources, we have a thing called renewable energy certificates. They're commonly called RECs. Mm -hmm. And each, when a wind or solar farm produces electricity, they also issue corresponding renewable energy certificates. And so when you buy clean energy from Clean Choice, from my company, you're buying both the electricity and you're buying the renewable energy certificates. And those certificates track and guarantee that each kilowatt hour you're used is being matched with an electron that came from one of these renewable sources. So the wind farm and the solar farm is not necessarily, it's not like it's plugged into your home per se. Mm -hmm. It's going into this bigger soup pot, but that's how we track it. I use the metaphor of like a bank account. So you put your money into the bank. It mixes with the money of everybody else, but the bank tracks your dollars or in this case your recs so that you always know your own total. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think RECs are kind of the currency of the renewable energy like sector, and it's it's the way in which we're able to track and attribute who's buying and who's contributing. Mm -hmm. And how are those regulated? I mean, you know, if if a solar farm or wind farm is issuing RECs, how do we know that they only issue one REC for each kilowatt hour or megawatt hour, however, you know, whatever size those certificates represent, how are we sure that, you know, we don't have five people buying the same REC? It's a great question. Actually, there is like a major accounting system for RECs Mm -hmm. um, that is tracked at the federal level and the state level and the utility level, and companies like mine are audited Um, And the wind farms and solar farms we work with are audited to ensure that we're not double counting. Um, And and one of the things that, like, I should have mentioned, but kind of to get back to the bigger picture, is 
when you think about buying clean energy and the importance of buying clean energy in RECs, one of the things to think about is the more people that want to buy clean energy, the more demand there are for each one of those individual RECs, the more the clean energy sector grows. So mm-hmm. it's the, the, the utility system is looking at it and saying, oh, people want these. Okay, we're going to need to buy and build more wind farms, more solar farms. And so each time a customer is purchasing RECs, it's actually spurring demand for the entire sector. And I think that's a really important point, Kate, because I know for a lot of our listeners are pretty sophisticated. I mean, you know, as I mentioned, we do dive pretty deeply into the topics that we cover each week. And one of the things that we need to be sure of is that if people are participating in a clean power alternative, you know, besides putting it on their own roofs, that they're, you know, participating in a in a REC type program, renewable energy certificate program, that it's trustworthy. You know, that if people are going to invest more, pay a little bit more, uh, you know, for their energy in order to make it renewable, that they can be sure and they can trust that those, you know, that system is solvent and, you know, and audited. I think that's really important. So I'm really glad that you brought that up because I think that's, you know, for the education consumer who's looking for alternatives, that's a really important thing to understand. We're going to be taking a quick break and we're going to go to commercial here in just a moment, but I want to make sure everybody stays with us because we have a lot more to cover. And if you want to check out Clean uh, Clean Choice Energy's website while we're on commercial, open a new tab in your web browser and go to www.cleanchoiceenergy.com. But we'll be right back after this break. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%? 43%? Or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Conservation starts with us. Learn about environmental concerns each week when you tune in to Our Wild World with host Ellie Weiss. Our show centers on Africa each week and what's being done to save our wildlife, ecology, and ourselves. However, we'll also discuss what's going on closer to home. And most importantly, we'll let you know what can be done in our own backyards by featuring guest experts and featuring your questions and answers. Listen every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey. 
You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. So glad that you could all join us. And if you're just tuning in, let me catch you up. Our guest today is Kate Kalaruli, and she is the Vice President of Retention Marketing and Public Relations for Clean Choice Energy. You can check out their website at www.cleanchoiceenergy.com. And they've just launched a new program that we were talking about in the last segment of the show, whereby if they gain a new customer, if you uh, sign up with them, they are going to be providing solar lanterns to families in need, families who don't otherwise have access to electricity. And so that's a pretty great, pretty great program that they've got going. So, Kate, we began to touch on this uh, at the end of the last segment, but I want to go into this in a little bit more detail. Um, when your customers are, are purchasing renewable energy certificates, Talk to us a little bit more in detail about how they're actually helping to increase the amount of clean energy produced in the U.S. Not just they're buying power from existing renewable energy projects, but how are they actually helping to increase the amount of clean energy produced? Well, so I think you can think about it the way we think about, you know, almost any product with supply and demand. If you have a number of customers asking for clean energy for your widget, um, you take those orders, you see that you're running out and you need to do more, and so it sends a market signal that we need to produce more widgets, we need to produce more clean energy. Um, And then it comes on and we find the financing for these power plants and these, you know, uh, wind and solar power plants, um, and the market grows. And I think that um, one of the things that my company is really committed to and that we've been focused on for the last five years is we try to invest in newer um, and newer farms and farms that are in the regions where our customers are served. And that does two things. Like one, that helps drive those regional markets. So right now in the U.S., we've got pretty strong and robust uh, wind wind programs through the Midwest, through kind of like the, you know, Illinois, Kansas, Texas, um, and in a couple other places. And solar is going very strong in the Southwest with a little bit in North Carolina as well. But what about Massachusetts? You know, what about customers that live in New York or customers that live in Florida? Um, and so what we try to do is we try to invest in driving demand for those regional um, renewable energy certificates in those markets so that we see a proliferation of solar and wind across the states. Well, and that's that's a great goal. I mean, and, and there's absolutely uh, no downside to that. The only thing that I can see is that, you know, it, the public policy around renewable energy projects is so complicated, um, state by state, but also location by location. You know, there are some um, communities where there's a lot of interest in maybe wind farms, but also a lot of opposition to putting them up locally. So that it's a complicated matrix that you have to work through. And I don't know how involved Clean Choice Energy is in public policy. I mean, do you guys dip your toe into that part of it? Or are you mostly just, you know, driving, driving the demand? 
We, I think it would be fair to say we dip our toe into it. Um, we're relatively new and a relatively young company, um, but I do think it is important. Renewable energy gives us so many benefits. You know, like not only does moving off the coal plant to the clean energy help the climate, it also helps the air quality in your region. And so helping our customers advocate at the state level and at the county level for these programs is only going to bring positive benefits and externalities back into their communities. Um, And I think you're right. It is tough sometimes when you're having to make, like, specific decisions around a piece of land. Um, But truthfully, given, like, the, given the stakes, the, the climate disaster that's at, you know, at, at hand, um, the health crises, we spend over $2 billion a year in um, respiratory illnesses that are related to breathing in the results of fossil fuel plants and fossil fuel pollution. Like, there's really a lot of communal benefits, and we really, I think, need to keep that big picture in hand. So that's, it's something that we help. We help our customers um, in terms of providing a platform where they can advocate and they can show their desire and demand for more clean energy. I love that. And and is there a way that your customers in a given area can collaborate? I mean, if I signed up today, would I know how many people are signed up in my area or could I find that out? For instance, if I wanted to go and advocate for a renewable energy project in my town or in my location, um, would I be able to say, look, here's another data, data point besides the health benefits, the economic benefits, uh, the creation of local jobs. There are this many people who have signed up for this. I mean, is that even possible? It's probably not as easy as it should be. I think it's like a really great idea and something we should be working more on. Right now, what happens is often that the customers will email um, us at support at clean energy or cleanchoiceenergy.com, and then we will help work with them to connect them to other folks in their area that are doing this type of work because we are pretty plugged in in most of the regions that we serve. That's fantastic. I love that. I mean, you're creating a whole new way to network and collaborate around this important issue. So let's get down into the nitty gritty about how billing works. So let's say that all of our Go Green Radio listeners want to sign up today. When you gain a new customer, are they are they still paying a monthly bill to their utility and a bill to Clean Choice Energy? Or, or how does billing work? Explain that to us. So for our core clean energy service, um, we do the work behind the scenes and the charge appears directly on the customer's existing utility bill. Very easy. Um, We do offer complimentary products that come with their own bill. And essentially what's going on there is that the energy market in the states is very complicated and it's state by state. And there are certain states where the rules allow the customer to have clean energy services on their utility bill, and then there are certain states where that's not a current option for consumers. I see. What states do you currently serve, and and what are your plans for expansion? Well, so we offer products nationally, Mm-hmm. Um, and those so we offer like clean electricity nationally. And essentially, what I was trying to get at is that. If you lived in Washington, D.C., let's say, where we're headquartered, um, and bought clean energy through us, your clean energy would appear as a line item on your utility bill because D.C. is what's called a deregulated state. Mm -hmm. Um, And so consumers have that option to choose the supply source. If you lived in Virginia, just across the river, 
Virginia is a regulated state, and so the utilities do not have to offer their consumers these options. There are often uh, renewable energy options at the utility, but they might not be as robust as the consumer wants. Um, they might be like only a portion, per se, of their electricity is going to come from clean energy. And so we offer these complementary products on the side where the customer can buy a subscription product from us. They just pay like a monthly subscription fee, and we're ensuring that renewable energy certificates for their home or business are being purchased month over month so that they can know that, in truth, they're, they are contributing to more clean energy on the grid. Got it. Got it. So help us understand deregulation a little bit, because I live in California, and a lot of people who live out here in the Southwest remember very well um, that California really had a tough time with deregulation a couple of decades ago. In fact, one of our governors got removed from office as a result. Um, Has anything changed since then to help ensure that customers have reliable supplies of electricity under a deregulated system? Yes. Um, so deregulation, just to start at the, at the beginning, simply means that the customer can choose their electricity provider. And back in the early days of deregulation in California, as you mentioned, there was some really severe market manipulation. Um, I think Enron was the biggest source of that issue, and I'm, I'm sure we all remember that was like such a scandal. Mm-hmm. Um, it caused an 800% increase, if I recall, in the wholesale prices in like April 2000 to I think it was like the end of the year, December 2000. And since that time, policymakers have come in, they have largely fixed the problems, and deregulation in the 17 states that offer it has been a positive force for clean energy adoption. Um, But, of course, I mean, I I would be remiss if I didn't say that with anything, the devil is in the details. (laughs) Fundamentally, consumer choice is good. Um, And when utilities have to compete for customers, they're incentivized to provide what consumers want, which includes renewable energy. For decades, our utilities not only use dirty energy, they often owned those coal and natural gas plants, and so their interests were aligned against clean energy, and so we saw them lobbying against clean energy and against air pollution protections. Um, And the utility industry, unfortunately, has been one of the biggest roadblocks and biggest lobbying forces against clean energy adoption, Um, and also a number of other environmental laws historically. And so... Deregulation and other laws that give consumers the power to choose their electricity supplier means that more and more people will choose clean energy. They'll send that signal to the utilities. The utilities we're now seeing are starting to look beyond the like traditional coal and fossil fuel power plants, looking at you know building their own sources of renewable energy projects. Um, and frankly, deregulated states like Texas is a big one, New York, Massachusetts. Like These are some of the leading places of clean energy adoption, and I think we can really point the finger directly back to those policy changes that allowed the consumer to drive the choice. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I mean, clearly, consumer choice is something that we hold dear in the United States of America. I mean, we like to be able to choose what we want to spend our money on, and so um, good to know that 
everybody else has learned from California's mistakes. <laughs> we, we paved the way and, and showed everybody what not to do. So that's a good thing. Um, so in terms of the renewable energy certificates that, you know, you're acquiring and, and selling to your customers, how abundant is that market? I mean, is there any concern that you might not be able to secure enough of those to cover the energy use of your customers? No, it's it's actually like it's really exciting what a vibrant and growing market. I think we're really at a tipping point with renewable energy. It's the fastest growing type of energy on the grid today. Um, coal use has declined in the past 10 years from 44% to 27%, and the share of renewables has grown correspondingly from 11 to 18%. So, I mean, truthfully, it's not as fast as we need it to grow. We need every single person that is listening to this show to go and sign up for clean energy and then tell their neighbors and then tell their family members and then tell their neighbors again. Um, (laughs) But the rec market at this point in time is very strong, and all of the indicators just show increasing amounts of financial capital being put into building out this sector. That's, that's so encouraging. I'm so glad to hear that, Kate. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we have much more to talk about with Clean Choice Energy. So don't go away, folks. There's more Go Green Radio right after this. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%? 43%? Or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Your 
You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio, everybody. So glad that you could tune in. Our guest today is Kate Kalaruli, and she is with Clean Choice Energy, and that is a pretty exciting company. I've been thrilled to hear what you have to offer your customers, Kate, uh, not the least of which is a chance to do good by helping uh, Clean Choice Energy provide solar lanterns to families across the world who have no electricity. This gives them a chance to have some lights on after the sun goes down, and, and that just opens up a whole new set of opportunities to continue reading and learning and uh, doing things that will help uh, those families. So I, I really love the fact that Clean Choice Energy is a B corporation, and some of our listeners know what that is, but I'd love for you to talk to our listeners about what a B corporation is and how Clean Choice Energy earned that certification. Okay, um, so a B Corporation, it stands for a benefit corporation, and the founding ideal was how do we use business as a force for good, as a force to, like, change the world for the better, and for us, like, being good is just as important as doing good, um, so B Corporations, this is an, a, it's a global entity and certification. It's businesses that meet the highest standard of social and environmental performance, public transparency, and legal accountability. And the idea is to balance profit with purpose. So um, we're part of this, and we hope that B Corps are accelerating this like global cultural shift to redefine success in business and build like a more inclusive and sustainable economy. That's what really matters to us. Um, and the idea is like making sure that the business is benefiting its employees, its community, the environment, et cetera. Um, and like you said, I just think our solar lantern program is like such a great example of this. Um, it's a product that we're selling, right? We're selling clean energy to people here in the first world. Um, but by buying this product, customers can participate in expanding electricity access or clean energy access to people that otherwise wouldn't have an opportunity to keep the lights on. So it's, it's a way of expanding our access and doing more with the dollars that we're spending here at home. I love that. And, you know, there's so much on your website. I mean, I, I could really ask you questions all day long, but one of the things that I found interesting, and I think our listeners will as well, because um, we're all kind of public policy geeks, is your, uh, your net metering plan for customers who generate electricity on site. Um, could you help our listeners who may not understand what net metering is, understand that concept, and then talk to us about how Clean Choice Energy helps uh, with their net metering plan for customers? Okay, um, so net metering is a bit complicated. Everything in the solar world is just a bit complicated. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give kind of a broad stroke, and if you want me to dive into details, just let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, but customers who have solar panels, these solar panels generate electricity, and that feeds back into our communal grid. And those customers only pay for the electricity they use beyond what their panels have generated. 
And then at certain points in the year, we credit them back for any extra electricity that their panels generated with a check in the mail. And so that's what net metering is. It's simply providing you with um, monetary compensation for the um, excess electricity that you generated and or taking off the electricity that you generated and, and deducting that from your, from your electricity bill. So does that mean, like, for instance, if you live in a state that doesn't allow net metering, you know, there are some states that do, some states that don't. Does that mean that if you live in a state that won't allow you to sell your excess energy to the grid, um, that you can do that through Clean Choice Energy instead? No, actually, we have to abide by the utility rules as well. So for customers that live in states that don't allow net metering, um, a really important thing would be you want to continue to advocate for a change in that policy because it is is a limitation that disincentivizes solar and doesn't allow that solar homeowner to get the full benefit of their Mm -hmm. solar energy. Well, and honestly, you know, here in California where it is so sunny, um, you know, this is something that a lot of commercial um, real estate owners have been, you know, really excited about. I mean, if you can afford to put more solar up on your roof than you actually need, um, you know, then you should be doing that. And there should be some financial incentive to do that. And in the states where net metering is allowed, it means that we're capitalizing on the greatest opportunity to put as much renewable energy up in the state as possible. So, um, you know, I, I definitely advocate for net metering whenever I can. And so if that's something that's not available to you um, in your state, you know, you can always reach out to me and we can we can talk about this. Uh, my email is gogreenradio at gmail.com. This is something that's near and dear to my heart. Kate, I would love for you to tell us more about the community solar program through Clean Choice Energy, this is a really exciting opportunity for your customers. Yeah, Community Solar is super cool. It is a nascent new program. It's probably only been around for about three and a half years in the nation, um, and it's only available in certain states so far, though we're working to push it out to more and more. Um, Okay, so Instead of putting the solar panels on your own home, because maybe you don't have a home to put solar panels on, maybe you live in an apartment building, um, you, we put the solar panels on like the big strip mall down the street or out in you know, some um, empty farmland right in your, in your community, and then everybody in that utility zone, it's actually quite a large community, can buy in and you subscribe to the amount of panels that will meet your needs, whether you're a business or a home. You know, it's going to be a different amount of panels. And then you pay a subscription fee monthly, and then the energy that your panels generate is deducted off of your bill. And the result of this whole program in most of the states where we work and most of the farms that we support is that the customer actually ends up receiving some level of savings in their electricity each year, somewhere between 5 and 10%. They're paying less for their electricity than they would have if they just were doing their usual utility billing program. Um, so it's this really cool new business model that allows you to reduce your carbon footprint, right, because you're going to be, you know, generating solar power. 
support local solar, and then save a little bit of money. I think that is so cool. I mean, it's like the coolest version of adopt a highway, you know, that you can, (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of the same thing. And so I, I, I love that. And what's really cool is that, you know, we are in a a phase of time where more and more people are renting or, you know, moving to the city and they're, you know, renting apartments, leasing condos, you know, they're not homeowners, just like you said. And so they get left out of a lot of the incentives and a lot of the programs that have to do with renewable energy. Um, And this provides everybody with that chance. I mean, I I absolutely love that. Um, Talk to us about your program for small businesses, Kate, because that's also pretty cool. Okay. Well, and then real quick before I do that, let me just um, make one more plug on Community Solar. Sure. Um, I definitely would recommend anyone that's interested, like, go to our website and check it out. Um, We offer it in a number of different states. And just like with our other clean energy service, one of the neat things is there's no cost, there's no upfront payments, there's no equipment, there's no installation, there's no maintenance. It's just this really easy and convenient way that you can participate in like pushing the solar market forward. So um, please do like go and, and check that out if you have any interest. Um, and if we're not in the state that you're in, there's like a waiting list you can sign up. We're working in I think at least five states to try and move forward policy at the state legislature right now to allow those states to participate as well. Um, okay, so small businesses. Um, we, um, we love working with small businesses. We have hundreds of small businesses that have made the switch to get their energy through Clean Choice. Um, it's everything you can think of. It's coffee shops, hair salons, restaurants, laundromats, um, all sorts of different ones. And with all of like all of our services, we're working really hard behind the scenes to make it so that it's really easy. Um, and one of the things that we've found is our small businesses end up getting like a bump in their customer loyalty because I think people are really looking for the places where they shop and eat and you know do their services to be like helping the community and doing good for the world. And so like knowing that your laundromat is using 100% clean electricity can really like go a long way to building customer loyalty. Um, so you can just, again, that's just the link you can check out on our website. We've got, a, you know, on our MASIC website, we've got a small business link that customers can go to or prospects can go to and kind of find out the services we offer. We offer some, I think, some really easy and convenient solutions for the small business owner that might be focused on other things besides their electricity usage. Sure. And and it's similar to residential customers. You know, a lot of small businesses don't own the buildings that they're in. They have no control whatsoever over, you know, putting solar or anything on the roof. And so this is another way of doing it. How, how do small businesses that get involved in this program promote this? I mean, do you provide them with outreach materials or stickers for their window or anything like that? Exactly. Yeah, we do. So we um, have a whole promotion package that we provide to our small businesses. We'll often do some media work with them, um, provide information for their website, stuff for their in-store, um, uh, the whole range. And actually, some of our partners we work really closely with, and we'll end up doing tabling events in their stores um, where if a customer signs up with us, they'll get a gift card to that market, to that hair salon or whatnot, which also, again, just helps build that customer loyalty to that small business that's, that's doing this little bit of extra good. 
Oh, that's fantastic. That is a really cool program. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we still have a lot more to talk to Kate about with Clean Choice Energy. So don't go away, folks. There's more Go Green Radio right after this. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. All around the outermost rim of the shield, he set the mighty stream of the river Oceanus, creating Achilles' shield in Homer's The Iliad, Book 18. Rachel Carson in The Sea Around Us said, All at last, return to the sea, to Oceanus, the ocean river, like the ever-flowing stream of time, the beginning and the end. Moyer's Environmental Dialogues with Dr. Rob Moyer offers lively dialogue and revealing narrative inquiry into how individuals are overcoming obstacles and creating a greener and blue planet Earth. Tune in Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. I'm so glad that you could all tune in. Our guest today is Kate Collaruli, and she is a vice president with Clean Choice Energy. You can check out their website at cleanchoiceenergy.com. Kate, I've got one more question to satisfy myself and all the other policy geeks, um, and that is how does Clean Choice Energy differ from a community choice aggregation program? Those are becoming all the rage in a number of states, and I'm just wondering, should customers choose one or the other, or can they participate in both a community choice aggregation program and clean choice energy? Tell us how those interface. Okay, that's a great question. So community choice aggregation is also called municipal aggregation. Um, It is allowing the local government to take control over the fuel sources that the local residents and businesses use. And then those residents and businesses are automatically opted in to that municipal choice. You can usually opt out and go and do something else if you want. Um, But it's allowing that local government to take control um, and make a choice beyond what the utility might be providing. Um, And... I've seen them work great. Uh, I've seen them struggle. I think it really depends on what your goal is. If your goal is renewable energy, then 
you might do better with promoting deregulated markets with energy choice um, because we find that individual consumers are much more likely to be making that choice towards renewable energy just for whatever reason. That's kind of what the data shows. Um, Where the community, the municipality, is more likely to be making a strict financial decision. Um, And they may or may not have the resources to make those decisions well, you know, depending on how well-resourced and staffed that municipality is. Um, So most of the states that have municipal aggregation already have the right for the consumer to choose their supplier and the source of their energy. Um, So in terms of a climate-like agenda, I'm not sure that it is necessarily the right policy step that's really going to get the win. That said, it's it's not a bad one, Um, and it can, when it's done well with a municipality that's really climate-focused, it can it can be a wonderful thing. So let's say, for the sake of argument, that um, an individual looks at their community and they're they are going to a community choice aggregation program, and they look at the the local government's goals and they are like, hmm, that's not green enough for me. Would they then, if they wanted to go with clean choice energy, would they opt out of the community choice aggregation and opt in to clean choice energy? Is that how it would work? Yes, that's exactly right. Um, But like I said, you know, there's a lot of different ways to do this. So Maryland is one state right now that is currently considering municipal aggregation. Mm -hmm. And, for example, we work with a local city in Maryland called Tacoma Park. And we have put in place a special offering. We have a Tacoma Park plan for all Tacoma Park residents. It is a great deal. Um, Many residents end up saving on their electricity costs. 100% Maryland state wind and solar. Um, So that's already in place. That municipality already has that ability, you know, for new municipalities that are looking to make renewable choices to do something through partnering like with a supplier like us without needing the state to pass new municipal aggregation laws. Gotcha. That's um, smart. Very smart. I like so that. I think that these two things kind of run in parallel. And again, um, the right to choose is really what we want to be pushing on, not necessarily the right for the town or council to choose, which can be a positive, but might not always meet the consumer's needs. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, you've said a mouthful. We could do a whole show on the pros and cons of community choice aggregation, um, but but you're exactly right. Um, tell us about your uh, clean furnace program. I'm really interested to know more about that. Okay. Well, so home heating is a stubbornly persistent source of carbon emissions because replacing your furnace with a clean heating technology is still too expensive for most people. So we recently launched our clean furnace program earlier this year so that people could reduce the carbon footprint of the heating in their home and um, support an important ecosystem. Actually, what we did with this program is... The new service, basically, it allows you to offset the harmful carbon pollution from your furnace. So we take, like, this is how much carbon emissions are coming from your heating system, from your furnace, and we're going to buy carbon offsets so that you can essentially wipe out that pollution. And the carbon offsets that we're buying are located or they're focused on forests. This, This initial foray is focused in the Appalachian region. And... 
the, the customer's purchase goes towards supporting the protection and sustainable care of these forests. Um, we're actually focused on a program called the Hawk Mountain Sanctuary. It's the world's first refuge. It was created for birds of prey, and it provides habitat for these 16 species, including bald eagles and peregrine falcons. And um, I'm realizing now as I say it, it's a bit of a mouthful. It's kind of complicated. <laughs> but essentially, the customer is doing a couple of things. They're offsetting the pollution from their furnace, and the dollars used for those offsets are going to incentivize this sanctuary to do sustainable forest management. So to build up the undergrowth and invest in like these bigger trees and protect this forest from the normal economic pressures of logging that might be coming in. Um, And in the meantime, it helps build up this ecosystem and provides a habitat for the regional birds that had been threatened before by the massive amount of logging and coal mining that's been happening in Appalachia. Yeah, nothing like blowing the top off a mountain to disrupt an ecosystem. Um, And that's what's been happening all over Appalachia. So, Like 500 mountaintops have been lost. I know. It's sickening to to fly over it and see it. But uh, thank you for being involved in that. That's a very worthy cause. Um, You guys have a commercial broker program, too. Tell us about that. Yeah, we do. Um, So large energy consumers, you know, big commercial industrial companies are often looking to reduce their own impact. There's been so many wonderful stories coming out lately around some of these big companies, like taking these leadership steps. And most of those companies end up using what we call an energy broker to procure their energy. So it's a a person that specializes in going out and procuring the best energy, the best deal to meet that company's needs. So we launched a broker program last summer um, to make sure that there was an option for 100% regional solar and wind um, because that was sort of an underserved market for these big commercial brokers. Mm -hmm. Um, And essentially we have a dedicated team that provides us like personalized service for these big companies and we do custom pricing and basically work with them to make sure whatever their needs are. You know, some of them want to be 100% solar or they want to be buying just Maryland wind or they really want to invest in a particular type of wind farm and and we're making sure that the choices they're making have been well vetted and well verified um, to, you know, the best possible standards out there. Well, that is that is really fantastic. And I saw on your website that you guys are hiring as well. You've got a lot of talent on your team already. Tell us a, a couple of the career opportunities that are with Clean Choice Energy. Well, I'm actually kind of proud to tell you all that we're one of the fastest growing companies in the country. Wow. Um, and ranked by the Inc. 5000 and um, the Deloitte Fast Forward um, and as a result, we are growing. We're growing really fast. Um, we are always looking for talented people that care about making the world cleaner and greener. So if one of your listeners is one of those people, we hope that you'll check us out um, on our website at our careers pages. Uh, we have probably a um, couple, maybe, I don't know, a couple handful of positions listed, maybe a dozen positions currently open. 
That is so exciting. Kate, it has been great having you on the show and talking about Clean Choice Energy. Um, it's very exciting what you guys are doing, and I hope that all of our listeners will get out on your website at www.cleancheoiceenergy.com. You know, folks, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, another great show with another great guest, and we're going to be here same time, same place next week with more Go Green Radio. Until then, have a wonderful week and do something in your life to go green. Did you get some terrific ideas from today's show? Please join us for more next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. It's Go Green Radio with Jill Buck here on Voice America. Go Green Radio is proudly sponsored by Covanta Energy, a leader in providing renewable energy solutions for a cleaner world. Visit www.covantaenergy.com for more information. We'll see you here next week.